High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Assy McDickface. And I'm the part of Blue Harvest that you don't listen for. Welcome to another episode of High Potion, guys. We're excited to have most of you. Most of you. Um, most of you that aren't located in the St. Louis area. Yeah, or thereabouts. <laughs> Roughly, you know. Uh, what are we fucking Oh, we're going to do, uh, we're, we're doing a bullshit episode. That's what me and Steve call, call one of these episodes behind the scenes. Take, take a look behind the curtain. We're going to do a bullshit episode, AKA we got some emails and we got some like tiny topics. Um, don't worry. About. It's an, it's an industry, it's an industry term. It if is. If you don't understand it, it's mm-hmm. okay. Don't worry. We, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in the biz, the mm-hmm. biz of making magic fucking coming in fully torqued <coughs> oh buddy man so uh w- like i said we got some emails also gamescom is sort of going on i think it kicked off last night so there's been some stuff right. coming out of that a little bit um that seemed kind of cool so we'll talk about some of that and then just uh generally dick around and have a good old time you know what i mean my favorite kind of time. Just a good old time. Good old time with your old pal Halls. Buddy, I got to tell you. Old okay. pal Halls. You know how you hear about like addicts talking about rock bottom? Yeah. This is like, like a term. I think I hit my Fortnite rock bottom last night, my dude. Fortnite oh, has, no. Fortnite has had its fucking venom in my veins for a few weeks now. You know, I've sort of discussed the... The problem I had buying skins, I started off being like, all I, all I ever need is Boba Fett. Mm. Then they were like, oh yeah, well, you remember how fucking crazy you are about <laughs> Spider-Man and Moon Knight and other and, and even deeper cut Marvel characters? We got skins for that. So, <clears throat> buddy, I don't know if we've talked about it. on. I, I don't think we have talked about it since they announced and released the uh, Dragon Ball Z stuff. But man. Yeah, we haven't. You want to talk about two gentlemen that were real hyped about that crossover. It was me and our boy, Will Witten, my co-host from Blue Harvest, who's been playing Fortnite with me. And I can only imagine, you know, like if it, this would, this is big for y'all. Like mm-hmm. if you had called me and been like, dude, they put in Tanjiro and <laughs> Zenitsu and the dudes from Demon Slayer and Fortnite. I might actually get in there. I'm not as big into Dragon Ball as you guys, but only because I've never watched it, you know? Yeah, but I'll tell you this. Those Kamehamehas? Yeah. How do you, I don't know how to pronounce Those look cool as shit in Fortnite. Like, seeing that get done in Fortnite looks awesome. I gotta tell you, like, there's a reason people get stoked about these crossovers is because in my experience thus far with like the star Wars stuff and now the dragon ball stuff, they do a really good job of it. Like the skins look really good. So good that will Mr. Fucking uh, steel wallet who, who has yet to spend a single (laughs) dime in halo infinite. One of his favorite franchises of all time came up off the wall wallet to get um, a Vegeta skin in Fortnite came up off the wallet and so we've been having a really good time i gotta say the Fortnite crossover or with dragon ball where you can get the comma kame mea hi 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 
and the flying nimbus is rad i've gotten triple kills overkills to use the parlance of uh halo with a single comma hey 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 nah and it <laughs> shit is fun but god bless you if you are on the receiving end like so you'll be running right and you'll be fucking whipping and nay naying on on little kids after you kill them like right and then all of a sudden the sky starts getting dark and you hear some guy going Kameha! and it, there's no escape i have yet to escape one it's immediately like oh shit i'm dead will you got to come pick me up they're about to hit me with it but okay i tell this story to talk about my experience last night so one of the things i feel like we have both documented on this show is is our issues with destiny right not yes. destiny as a concept i've got plenty of issues with that but i mean destiny the game the game series by bungie they announced yesterday a destiny fortnite crossover i saw the trailer while i was working and i was like impervious to this impervious <laughs> to this nonsense and then i find myself alone sitting on the couch waiting for will to hit me up looking through the fortnite store and I had, like, my thumb was hovering over the A button to purchase a Destiny skin. Like, it was <laughs> it was about to happen. I was like, oh, I don't know. The skins look pretty cool. And that's Nathan Fillion's character. And, oh, wow, you can get a sparrow as your fucking glider or whatever they call it. The thing you love. It's a glider. Why am I trying to act like I'm too cool to know? It's a glider. Um, <laughs> hovering, bro about to confirm the microtransaction boop, boop, right and i stopped and i said what am i doing why i like to i like to think of it as like you just black out like oh, you, and sometimes you, it you happens <laughs> bro it's you just like go to the store and it's just like you enter a, a catatonic dream state and luckily yep. this time you, you snapped pulled. out of it right before you clicked the button yeah somebody hit me with that hypnosil from uh nightmare on elm street three the dream warriors and fucking woke me up out of that fucking nightmare of the about to make a, 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 a truly unwanted microtransaction. And it's gotten to the point where when Will jumps on, he'll be like, how's the store looking? And I'll go, eh, nothing good. And I'm legitimately disappointed. I'm, <laughs> I'm legitimately disappointed that there's nothing that I think is cool there. And buddy... By the way, I, I love that Will, Mr. Steel Wallet, as mm. you called him, which is a fantastic nickname. This dude has come off the wallet for like two things, one of which a uh, Dragon Ball Z skin and the other some shoulder pads in Halo. Halo. And, and, and he, I, the minute I saw those shoulder pads in Halo Infinite, I said to myself, Will 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 buy those. And I said, hey, go look at those shoulder pads in the, the store. And he was like, oh, those are cool oh it looks like a medieval knight they got phoenixes on them i know wills into like phoenixes and shit you know fucking mythological beast and what have you and he he resisted the urge right then we jump into a match and a dude on our teammate is wearing those and it does the little animation at the beginning where you know it's showing off your character oh yeah and will goes flexing and stuff he goes, oh, they look even better in game. And then at that moment, <laughs> at that moment, he might have said, he might as well said, I'm going to try a little heroin. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was in. <laughs> oh, man, that's too good. Helmet? Nah. Armor effect? Nah. nah. 
Let's go with the shoulder pads, baby. Season pass that features all kinds of extra stuff that he can customize? Nah. (laughs) My mans will be out completing challenges. (laughs) Fulfilling nothing (laughs) because he's not got the season pass. (laughs) God, I love that, dude. I can't wait. We have plans to have Will on a uh, episode coming up, and I'm very excited for it. So... Me um, too. Me too. One one day we'll get through that game. It's taken us. It's taken us a while, but well, you know, schedules are, are kind of tough. I can't wait to tell the story about the night we were all playing. I was so excited. Like, it was one of those nights where I'm sure Will and Steve got on the headset and were like, "Fuck, Halls is jacked up tonight. He he ain't <laughs> talk. He's talking too much. Somebody got too far into the edibles and won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> right." <laughs> I was so excited to hang out with these two dudes. It was Friday night, which, you know, I, it's not like I don't work on Saturday, but it's like Friday. We're all three going to hang out. We're going to play this game we've been working on. We get in it for about 15 minutes, and then my dad calls. And I, yeah, it's a dad call. I got to talk to him, thinking it wouldn't be that long. We'll go into the story in more detail when we, we have Will on. But it, yeah, that's uh, a good one. It was interesting. <laughs> little teaser. little tease. Um, so... <laughs> Let's uh let's do one email. We'll we'll spread the emails out. You know what I mean? This is from our buddy. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Sean Hoffman. He says, I heard your plea and decided to write in to see if y'all have played Stray yet. If so, what are your thoughts? Love the podcast, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Uh Sean's a fucking solid guy, that Sean. I think he's sending yeah, me we- a st- I think he's. We recently me. just became uh, buds on Instagram, nice. and uh, he does some rad stuff. He's out hiking. That, that man. He, all right, Paul Bunyan, be careful. Like I don't need you falling <laughs> off a mountain or some shit. Be careful, <laughs> bruh. You're so young. You got so much to look forward to climbing mountains and looking at beautiful scenery and shit. Come on, be careful, bruh. I get it. I get it, but be careful. Um. So I have played Stray. I'm, I haven't beaten it, but I have played a little bit of Stray. Uh, I got suckered because what if what have we established if not that I am a sucker when it comes to video games? I got suckered into <laughs> fucking upgrading my place. I talked a whole bunch of shit on this on this very fucking show and was like, I, I don't know. That, that's, that new PlayStation Pass doesn't seem as good as Game Pass texting our buddy Evan Tom about, I don't know, the offerings just don't seem that good. And then <laughs> boot that motherfucker up, and what do I do immediately? I upgrade my fucking membership, and I'm playing Stray <laughs> with a giant smile on my face. <laughs> there's there's that catatonic dream state yep. <laughs> we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you're just like, I'm not getting that. And then you just wake up and you're playing Stray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, it's a cat game. Stray is awesome. Like, it is. There's been a few moments in my life where I've felt like, oh, this feels like a game made specifically for me. You know, Ghost of Tsushima was one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, I would say the Mass Effect trilogy. Uh you know, Bloodborne for me. Uh, I mean, no shit. Elden Ring for me. Like I really enjoyed yeah. Demon Souls, but Elden Ring oh, yeah. really got me. You know what I mean? Um, totally. And Stray is one of those games. Like you're playing as a cat. I love cats. I'm a I'm a known cat lover. 
Not in like the fucking, you know, Shane Dawson get canceled on YouTube way, but I just enjoy their company. <laughs> <laughs> now that is that that is gonna be a test of a fucking joke right there because that is some fucking Zoomer level pop culture that I know from the podcasts I watch on YouTube. But I am too old to be making Shane Dawson references, bro. These bones are too brittle. Like Bilbo said in fucking Fellowship of the Ring, I feel like bread, uh, butter scraped over too much bread, motherfucker, thin and shit. <laughs> Can't be making Shane Dawson references. Like, yeah, I'm hip. I know about this weird internet personality that claims that he fucked his cat. I gotta calm down. I came into this torqued up. It's because Eric Struthers talked shit about my boy Steve. <laughs> oh man yeah he brought the thunder this week on uh, mm-hmm. the bad motivators but such ah. is life man such is life he he called into question my guitar playing which uh let's just say i'm gonna respond to that <laughs> yeah soon. yeah i hope you have uh face cement fucking you rap scallions over at the bad motivators because they're gonna get melted off if you don't <laughs> bro you better put get like a lead mask for the fucking deluge of heat that's coming towards your fucking faces melting faces <laughs> there's one thing i'm confident in is that and i ain't confident about much i know one i'm confident that i'll spend i will spend irresponsibly on fucking Fortnite skins and that steve can melt some faces on that guitar yep so we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that <laughs> leave them guessing you know what i mean that's right yep yep they're gonna but, be looking over their shoulders yeah <sighs> They're going to be fucking sleeping with one eye open, gripping their pillow tight. That's right. <laughs> so anyways, um, Stray's really cool. Now, I could do without the cat being able to die. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You can That's die. Tough, man. And it is tough. It's not graphic. It's not like, you know, the Tomb Raider remakes or the last of us games and their death scenes or anything Mm -hmm. so it's nothing that but it's your your kitty can die it's really neat it's it's like sci-fi with a cat if i was a the head of a studio and a guy came in we're all sitting around a big you know boardroom table and i'm like all right i want to hear all your pitches for our next project and everybody has this fucking super detailed uh powerpoint presentations and shit talking about how much they can charge for microtransactions and stuff. And there could be the one dude that didn't do his homework and he just goes, I don't know, a sci-fi game where you play as a cat. Sold. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. I, I don't like the idea of animals dying in Me games. Either. I never have. I'm just, I, I, people, I can deal with it all day, every day. But um, when animals die... In movies, games, TV, whatever, it just affects me on like a different level of <laughs> me my too. soul. I don't know. I've always been that way. I think it, it, well, obviously, like, I am a big fan of animals, right? I made friends with a fucking armadillo that wandered up to me outside. Like, I like animals. Oh, yeah, Ian. Yeah, Ian. Ian, Ian McArmadillo, the lucky armadillo. Coming soon to a theme park near you. Um, But if there's something about it that I'm not great with, I would rather watch. Uh, that person die in Last of Us over and over again all day than fucking watch my cat and stray be slightly inconvenienced, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Or or how many dogs die during The Last of Us, you know? I mean, 
two especially. It's a ridiculous a ridiculous amount and in the last in in the second game yeah there are some very harrowing scenes mm-hmm. uh, my wife my, cindy almost had to like you know we had to kind of stop the game for a little bit after one of them and uh it's brutal she was real shaken up yeah it's real uh, brutal did you ever beat fable 2 i never did no fable 2 in my opinion the pinnacle of the fable franchise right part of fable 2 is you have like a dog companion who, bro, he's a ride or die. If you're a good guy, he's a good guy. If you're a bad guy, he's a bad guy. They fucking kill the dog, and then at the end of the game, they give you, like, three choices. Spoiler alert, I'm going there. Uh, One is, like, (laughs) you can go back in time and fix... I I can't remember the exact, you know, the exact choices, but it's, you know... One is, uh, you could go back in time and fix everything bad that happened, and everything will be great in your life. You can uh, be real rich. You can be super rich and, and, and powerful and wealthy. Or you can save the dog. You can bring the dog back to life. Every time I got to that choice, no hesitation. Give me that goddamn dog back, you motherfuckers. Yeah. We're not monsters. I mean, no. I'd love to see the numbers. I mean, most of the people probably would, would choose to do that, I would imagine. Yeah, and it, it, you know what? I think the FBI could have used that as a real powerful fucking profiling <laughs> tool. To where, like, they could just put the people that chose not to bring the dog back on some sort of list. Right. (laughs) And, you know, just keep an eye on them. I'm not saying harass them, but, like, just keep a general eye on them. You see them them going to a fucking gun show at the BJCC, maybe raise a red flag or two, like something (laughs) bad's about to happen. (laughs) I would actually like... to know that information ahead of time if i was meeting a person mm-hmm. like did you did you choose to bring the dog back in fable 2 nah man i chose to be rich cool well oh uh, you know what I'll i just got you. covid oh <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what i just shit myself we can't hang i <laughs> my bad just happens sometimes could be worse could think chinese democracy yeah, it... was a good album <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> gross um <laughs> All right, so Sean actually did us a solid. He said, these boys ain't getting emails, so he sent us another one. Uh, and then, you know what I think it happened? I think he put it out into the ether, and then we got more emails past that. So let's check yeah, out his second one. Course. He said, I've, I've had this question for a while, but always forget to send it in. Are there any games, genres, or general hype trains that you feel you missed? Whether a good thing or a bad thing, what did you miss and do you feel like it's possible to go back to it or has the moment passed? For me, we didn't have a strong PC. Team Tandy. Psh, you know, I'm a, I was on Team Tandy. We're all Team Tandy, yep. <clears throat> so I feel like I missed out on the LAN party phase in all of those early PC games. Doom, Quake, etc. A bigger one that I think about often was around my transition from high school to college. To me, that was the height of the World of Warcraft hype, and I missed that train entirely. I had friends and roommates dropping like flies from that. I honestly don't know what the fuck I was doing as an alternative. I know that I would have been addicted, so I'm a bit thankful that I never played it. I mean, you should. He should be. Honestly, should be. We, we'll, you really one, should be. One day, one day we'll do a World of Warcraft episode. We can talk about our yeah. our time on that. But that's a really good question. Um, he kind of brought up something uh, that that resonated with me, and it was the land party <laughs> thing. Because mm-hmm. that's that's one thing I just didn't do. Like I didn't get into online gaming until uh, on console until the 360 right. era. 
so the you know the whole halo 2 land scene and all that stuff missed me i just i didn't I, if i was playing online it was on pc mm-hmm. and i wasn't doing much of that then too i guess maybe once uh world of warcraft was my last kind of hurrah on pc in mm-hmm. the t- around 2005 ish um but yeah the land thing i i wish i had it seems like so much fun you know just bringing your whole ass system into a big old room with a bunch of people and you know just all playing a, a game together seems like a lot of fun but missed it yeah so I did uh, so I definitely missed a good chunk of that land party experience like the first time I ever remember having a land party was at the house I lived in Starkville right before I moved here so that would have been I think 2005 2000 to 2007 was when I lived there and one weekend a bunch of us like obviously my computer was there but a bunch of our friends brought computers over and we all played Diablo 2 all weekend. Mm. That was my first sort of experience of being in quote unquote the same room, even though like we were all spread out through the house, but like being in the same location, all playing the same game, like until the wee hours of the morning and just doing that. So like (laughs) the, the land experience of like first person shooters, like the first first person shooter I ever played online was Half-Life. So what was that? 98? I think the first Half-Life came out. Maybe. Sounds about right. Um, Mine was probably right around then too. Unreal Tournament, the first one. Right, right. Um, Which would have been around that same, same ish time, I think. But, and, and that was fleeting at best because, you know, you're, you're still talking about working, playing like, uh, um, on, uh, Whew, that come down hit. Now I can't what, remember. What, like a uh, like an earlier dial computer or dial up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the the right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so like and plus the the multi the multiplayer while fun, it wasn't really anything but running a like simple deathmatch either right. back then. Right. And like <clears throat> um the thing that intrigued me about it was the modding community and all the weird skins people made. So like mm-hmm. you drop into a game of Half-Life online and fucking Spawn would be in there in a shitty, blocky <laughs> version of Darth Vader. I ran around as um, Beavis as his, as the, with the shirt up over his head as Cornholio. That was the skin. I nice. never, I got that skin and I never changed. Um, <laughs> I, I think that, I think, buddy, I think we just unlocked the fucking secret cabinet behind my Fortnite skins. It all goes back to free skins on Half Life that I download on a 56K modem. Wow. My sister pick up the phone to call a friend right before I got my goddamn cornholio skin downloaded <laughs> and ruined the whole thing. What are you doing? That took seven hours. I was almost oh there. Um, Ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think of any big trends that I missed out on. Um, I never really got into Call of Duty. Like, not full on not even like halfway really into it so that one definitely missed me um among us i that one pretty much missed yeah, me that missed me too i tried i tried playing one night when i was in the hospital last year and i was like okay i get it but i also don't get it <laughs> yeah, yeah i might be just too old for that like my my nephew loves that game he's yeah. like 15 so <laughs> um 
And then other trends, like I'm a guy who, he might talk a little shit about something like Minecraft or Fortnite, and then next thing you know, turn around and I'm like, hey, Will, you got any purple stone? I'm building a house in Minecraft. I could use some purple stone or whatever. <laughs> and then obviously, Fortnite explains itself recently. Um, you know, Okay, so one that took me the longest time to get, that took until the re most recent entry for me to actually get was uh, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers was something I was familiar with. I had played before. One of the first times me and Will ever hung out, he doo-doo stomped me in Smash 64. Like, doo-doo stomped me. Like, back when we used to play Will in Street Fighter levels. <laughs> right. Um, Speaking of doo-doo stomping. And then, you know what? I think, I think a, a secret of this is the crossover appeal. Like, then Smash Brothers starts adding, like, all these characters that I'm like really into like cloud and fucking uh, who else is in there? Solid snake. I know he showed up a little earlier, but like it just I mean, you can pretty much. You can pretty much name a game and they're connected to that at this mm -hmm. point. Like there's like 9,600 characters in the latest smash game. I think so. how like <laughs> they got to do something and update that hardware. Cause if I, if I fire smash up on my switch, it sounds <laughs> Like a fucking freight train is blowing through my that thing is struggling. That poor switch, man, it's sweating and shit. Tom Bell, I just need a break, sir. Can I have a break from Smash Brothers? I have to load in 98 different choices. Would it be okay if I don't you know, load like a third of the Fire Emblem characters? That's another game series, though, that's, that's good for you to bring up because I really don't smash either yeah you know at the, all the thing is is and i love fighting games to me i know like i i get like like i might joke about trying to get you to play Fortnite with us but like i know like at the end of the day probably just not going to be really your thing that's cool that's fine smash is one of those things i could see you getting into in person like hanging out right. playing it as a party game and stuff that would be fun yeah, yeah i think you would see the appeal in it there i'll tell you this like that's the only appeal in smash to me is playing against someone else i tried playing like the campaign and shit uh that came along with it and it didn't really do it with for me but like the goofiness of playing against other people is is the appeal for me mm -hmm. um can't really think i i kind of try to give a lot of things a shot I still really haven't cracked the code on a visual novel. Like, there's just games, that. <clears throat> I've got one. Games as fitness. <laughs> Bruh, well, I've, never really, I've never really been into that, even from, like, the Power Pad Nintendo days, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I've never really wanted to have the Power Pad, and I never wanted a Wii. Um, you know, VR is a little different. I, I, I have interest in that kind of stuff, but uh, just in general, like games where I have to run or do strenuous activity, that's not necessarily why well, I play video games. Yeah, unless, I do other things for that. Unless I were to knock on your door and you're like, oh, what's up, buddy? And behind me was a fully set up <laughs> rock band drums set with the Boston six that's, pack. That's Shoo. completely different. <laughs> 
that uh. that was just fitness that like that's like almost band practice playing drums mm-hmm. uh, to that stuff yeah. you know so that <laughs> but you're right that is like the one asterisk be, for that for my me. poor heart on that game bro he'd be struggling he'd be talking about <laughs> i need a break can we take a can we take a break from playing kill switch engage and coheed and cambria to have some water god damn you, you're missing 54 percent of the fucking notes my dude what are you doing i remember when i came over to your house and you had just gotten guitar hero metallica oh my and God. Um, you, you were you were playing the thing that should not be <clears throat> which isn't my favorite metallica song by Mine any stretch good song song but you were like really like locked in and when it was over like you killed it and you were breathing heavy at the end of it like (sighs) but you you like got like a almost a hundred percent i think on it or whatever i was pretty Uh, impressed the other one that would get me real hyped on that game was that fucking merciful fate fucking medley from um from garage days the first disc of garage garage ink whatever the fuck everybody knows the newer covers yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um Man, because I, I, from the moment I heard that, when I got that album, I was like, that's a good one. And then it made me go look up Merciful Fate and shit. I don't know oh. nothing about no King Diamond. Oh, I love <laughs> Merciful Fate so much. I, I, King Diamond's fine on his own, but man, Merciful Fate is my Where's shit that? of them, yeah. Well, that so wasn't that was, obvious. That was, uh, <laughs> um, that was also a good question, Sean. Thank you for uh, yeah. fucking sending us a couple so so gamescom is going on steve like mm-hmm. and i've been half-assed paying attention to like too. the news coming out of it but i haven't watched any trailers or anything like i saw Forspoken had like a 10 minute gameplay trailer <sighs> today and i don't know that i, I would couldn't play be bothered. that game for 10 minutes bro you gotta <laughs> <laughs> i'm on the fence about that one yeah um oh, big time big time they're gonna have to those reviews are gonna have it's to be gonna have glowing to be, they're gonna be like <laughs> there's gonna have to be a fucking uh, uh a headline that says watch out elden ring surprise hit of the year <laughs> surprise of the year forespoken i'll be like forespoken was really that good um I'm willing. I'm willing to bet a lot of money that <laughs> that won't happen. But I, with that said, not. you know, PlayStation PlayStation exclusives generally don't disappoint. Mm. Um, for mm. the most part, you know, like right. I would say, a game like Returnal, while good, was not to the level of something like God of War or The Last of Us. You know, there, there's right, right, certain right, right. levels of PlayStation exclusivity, and I don't know how far up this one goes, to be honest. Yeah, so like, uh, they have. Um, uh, I, I, you know what I noticed? This is what I wanted to say: is that with my new job, I have way less time to keep up with this kind of shit. So it's like sometimes I have to like at the end of the day just get caught up, and I I miss a ton of shit. It's because but my job that I had before was a bit of a dick around job, meaning like I could stop and check IGN or Twitter every now and then and keep up to date. So I would say this. I don't know that there was anything from Gamescom that jumped out to me as like a, oh, holy shit, that's hype moment thus far. Right. Um, nothing, nothing that I've seen as far as headlines go have aroused much interest but um, you know similarly the, the you know sony announced their and, and like i know it makes me sound like a hardcore fucking 
uh, Xbox fanboy to say it this way, and I don't mean it to be. It's just because they they are the second in line to do it. They've announced essentially their Xbox Elite controller. Did you see that? The DualSense oh, no, Edge? Yeah. <laughs> so they're putting out like a, a premium controller with back paddles and you know, a lot of the same features that the the uh, Elite controllers have, um, which I think is cool. Like, it's another one of those things where when I first saw it, I was like, eh, I don't, yeah, I don't need that. And then I know I'll have my fucking gangly <laughs> ass gonna go fingers. into a catatonic dream yeah. state. <laughs> Why, and wake up outside of a GameStop with two of them for some reason. <laughs> two? Oh, my God. Talking about you know, I'm I a pro would... member for life. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting one of those, honestly, but, like because i really like the playstation 5 controller i'm mm -hmm. a, I'm, I'm a fan and if it's like a better version of it you know that's cool but um you know my experience with the xbox elite wasn't the best and i i thought the controller itself was really awesome like great had great weight felt awesome but just kind of fell apart after a little while it stopped stopped working and i didn't want to spend the money to get another one yeah so yeah I, I, dude, I baby mind that Halo edition one I got because of the horror oh stories God. that I hear from all my friends about theirs. And I know it's yours coming. is a much, yours is a much later version though. Like I'm, I'm hoping that, that they've kind of worked out the kinks, you know, kind of like how they had to do with the three sixties, you know, they all had those yeah. red rings at first and then that quit being a problem with the later stuff, but hopefully they, they figured it out. So <laughs> my favorite thing about the f fragility of a, uh, xbox elite controller is i know it's one of uh our buddy nick's triggers to where all you got to say is like you could literally just say those those words together like there could be a lull in conversation you could just go xbox elite controller and nick has a bit chambered ready bro he has got one ready for you to tell you about uh how his stopped working and and how it broke and all this shit and it's got me so scared every now and then i get all paranoid but like am I, oh god is my stick drifting oh no i'm holding it to the right i'm an idiot <laughs> those things look so awesome though i was i was bummed i wasn't able to get one i tried but you know shit was tough to get on the internet back then you really kind of had to still kind of is it doesn't seem as to have bad. time <clears throat> it doesn't seem as bad as it used to be it seems like um that xbox series s's are fucking plentiful out there now to the point where i saw like you know you get those those like daily uh deals pushed at you um oh yeah yeah like they're trying to get them out of there yeah and and, and like there was one for like 17 percent off i was like wow like clearly people can get their hands on them if they're putting them on sale um, right. yeah. And it seems like I n personally know more people who were looking for a Series X and were able to get one. PlayStation right. still seems sort of hard to get. I mean, I haven't tried, obviously, um, but it still seems like people yeah, are same. having a little trouble finding <clears throat> our pal, Our pal Josh Hargis got one recently, and he's playing through God of War right now. I bet he's I bet he's loving it honestly because yep. that game rules. Yeah, you, you, next thing you know, fucking our buddy Brian over there wakes up one morning and all the artwork for Sacred Icon has been changed <laughs> to Kratos's axe, and it's called the Sacred Leviathan Axe Podcast, and that's all Josh wants to talk about is God of War. And anytime Brian's like, "Yeah, man, but what about Halo?" He'd be like, "Huh? 
I've never played a minute of Halo. <laughs> I've never played Halo once. <laughs> this is a PlayStation podcast, Brian. What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Phil Spencer, get the fuck out of here. Jim Jones or whatever that I see. I don't even know their guys. Jim Norton? No. No. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? Our my buddy Mike Mike Pappas is listening to this. I know he listens to this show, and right now he is screaming at his phone in a thick fucking Queens, New York accent, talking about Halsey. How don't you know that the head of PlayStation is this guy? Uh, <laughs> Herman Pappas, Holt. Pappas is, a, Pappas is a Souls guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. He uh, he got um, he got a hundred. He got a platinum in Elden Ring. Jim Ryan, what kind of guy. I think that's guy. His name, Jim Ryan. How did you not know his name is Jim Ryan? Um, so I forgot what we were talking about. That's two names from the office, back yep. to back. Jim and Ryan. <laughs> Yup. You know what else? You know, uh, you know who was in um, the Office? James Spader. That's right. James Spader <laughs> was in the Office. Oh man. <laughs> he was also in um, Two Days in the Valley. I think. That the... Steve Steve's got fucking uh, Fortnite jokes, by the way, because uh, a few days ago, who knows? It may have been weeks ago at this point. I can't remember. Uh, apparently he was he was on Twitch and saw that Adriana Chechik was about her, her stream was about to start and it said learning how to play Fortnite and Steve had this whole bit about me and Will uh, teaching her how to play Fortnite and being all awkward and shit and then you know me I respect a bit right let n never let it be said that I don't respect a bit if I hear a bit I'm gonna try to push the bit further so my end of the bit was Steve wakes up the next morning and there's a thumbnail of me on Pornhub with the title that says, I taught my, bi uh, my biggest fort uh, fan taught me how to play Fortnite. And it's me all fat and gross on the thumbnail. <laughs> Doing the stanky leg or whatever in my chair, like Fortnite dances, just getting humiliated by Adriana Chechik. <laughs> Nick's like, Jesus, I go to work on the railroad one week and what happens? What happens? Yeah, Nick... Nick would be the one to see. <laughs> Dude, I wish I wish I could like hack Pornhub and put that on the front page, like a fake video with me in the thumbnail with that, and just wait to hear from Nick. Just put it out into the ether and not even steer him that way, because you know we would. <laughs> you probably get a frantic phone call from him. Um what do you do you know what Halls has been up to lately? I don't know, playing <laughs> Fortnite? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I wish that dude was around more. Me too. I'm hoping we get to hang out with him this weekend. All right, so we got a email from, a, I believe, a first-time emailer. This is Wesley. Uh, Dear Halls and Steve, I'm a fairly new listener to the podcast, and I've already made it my way through most of your episodes. I know how much y'all how much love y'all have for Final Fantasy VII, so I thought I'd share a little of my experience with it. I have never played a single Final Fantasy game until this year, 
when I decided to play the original FF7 per Brian. Oh, wow. Speak of the devil. Sacred Icon. Strong recommendation. I found it on sale on Xbox and dove right in. It's already shot its way up to my top 10 video games of all time, and I haven't even finished it yet. It's amazing how a 25-year-old game can still blow you away. The battle system is so satisfying. I love the materia system, and the cast of characters has become just as special to me as the cast in games like Mass Effect and Knights of the Old Republic. Bruh, he is getting me hoard right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love hearing this stuff, man. Anyway, love the podcast. Y'all are killing it. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Wesley Eaton. P.S. Praying the Final Fantasy remake comes to Xbox Series X. I never wished I had a PlayStation before now. LOL. Doesn't that suck? Doesn't that suck, Wesley? You know what I wish would happen, Steve? I wish somebody would tell Phil Spencer, like, hey, you guys should work on getting some of those Final Fantasy games on Xbox. Yeah, he could use the he could use the tip. Yep. <laughs> um, dude, I'm stoked to hear, yeah, because that's always been a question for me. Like Final Fantasy VII, specifically the PlayStation version, I unashamedly love. Right? Like I have played through. Are we talking about are we talking about the original, yes, not the remake. No. The original. Okay. I have played it multiple times. Through if final, I I bought it, you know, originally on the PlayStation. I bought it on the PSP and played it when I had a PSP. I bought it on the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One. Why? (laughs) Why? Steam. Steam. And I've played it through on every one of those systems. So for me, it's a game that holds up. But it's nice to hear someone who hasn't. Uh, had that experience the contemporary experience with that game pick it up and enjoy it right i would assume he's younger i'm I'm assuming so i'm sorry if if i'm wrong about this but um you know thinking about the release of it in 97 it was huge for us then but um thinking about getting to go back in time Mm -hmm. and just or you know getting to experience it for the first time now it's pretty impressive that it still holds up to me, you know? The story is just that good, now, really, so, that it kind of transcends the, the goofy graphics a little bit, you know? And, and yeah, and, and this is what I would say. So, yes, it is a bummer that uh, the remakes aren't on Xbox. I think it will happen eventually. You see this with Square Games specifically, where they had Nier Autom- Automata, Automata, however you, the Nier game. They had it for a while, and then it came to Xbox. It is weird that it hasn't hit Xbox yet because it's it's over two years since that game released. Um, but I, I think it'll happen eventually. The thing I would say is, if you haven't already, finish Final Fantasy VII, and then this winter, when the Final Fantasy Crisis Core remake comes out, it's coming out on Xbox. That's the pre- prequel game to Final Fantasy VII. Play that, because the story is really good in that too, and I think it does give some interesting insight into Final Fantasy VII. Prequels are tough, right? And it also introduces some, some, frankly, some goofy shit too, but that's kind of fun as well. Uh, but you know how you're talking about Wesley being uh, probably younger than us at least, and maybe that's why he didn't experience it. I like to imagine that Wesley is like the same age as us or close, but he was just like a jacked ass 
nerd bully <laughs> in high school or college and was was constantly fucking giving wedgies to fucking kids that were talking about Final Fantasy 7 and shit wedgies and, and swirlies uh-huh uh-huh right red wedgies swirlies spitballs you know what i'm talking about fucking indian indian rope burns indian, like yeah, just yeah just all kinds of cra- any bully type shit and and like to the point where like a kid be walking down the hallway and, and proud of his buster sword t-shirt that he just got at babbage's for 12.95 <laughs> two sizes too big but who gives a fuck he's a husky boy and and then down there at the end of the hall is wesley and he's like oh shit here comes Wesley. Hater ass Wesley is coming after me. And then at some point, Wesley, you know, he had a change of heart. Maybe he was on that uh, MTV show, Bully Beatdown, and it changed his life. He's like a more accepting. We're writing a whole backstory for Wesley. Backstory? I was going to say. He's, he's he's receiving some backstory. I receive. Bruh, don't let me get started on a bit. I'll go into a bit coma. Just like I go into a coma and, and fucking buy a video a microtransaction. Uh-huh. I'll get, if I get started on a bit too hard, you, sometimes you, you know this. You got to put the brakes on for a second. It starts getting <laughs> wild up in here. On weekends, like the, it's like we we take the brakes off. Oh, I don't know. It's bruh. It's runway train never coming back. The bit you don't come back <laughs> from the bits on the weekend. If they get dark, nope. it, they get dark. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. We're friends, right? <laughs> like, it's fucking on. All it takes is Absolutely. Nick to show up unannounced, and it's time to clown. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've got my nose on, put my big fucking shoes on, you know what I mean? Flopping all over the place. <laughs> Talking to fry guys and shit. Because I'm Ronald McDonald. Man. I miss your uh, I miss your sound effects here. Like, when Nick would show up, it'd be like, beer, 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 beer. Uh, um, I'm so excited. Fucking, I guess the new Saints Row game is real bad. It's uh, not getting good reviews. Mid at best, the reviews are mid at best. And I gotta say, like I, I wasn't. Uh, I got a. This is a, a pre-order. You know, I'm definitely getting this game. But I was halfway excited just because this year sure. has been. This year has been bleak. Yeah, bleak, my man. It's been a bleak year for games among other things and like i was like oh well you know obviously that won't be um it won't be as good as say like the next gta but it might sort of scratch that itch and you know it'll you know be <clears throat> you know nice to play something like that on next gen console blah 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 but i knew something inside me said wait on the reviews something said every time i saw it for pre-order in the xbox store something said mm-mm Wait for the re- reviews, my dude. And the re- reviews ain't great. They ain't great. So I saved myself a couple of bucks there. Until yeah. until that shit's on like the Xbox fucking... And I will have forgotten that I said this. Let that motherfucker go on sale for like $4 like other Ubisoft games during Black Friday. And I'll be hiding. I'll be appearing offline, being like, oh, can't make it. I, I got to poop. I shat myself. Sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it. <laughs> Playing Saints Row. I mean, Road you could think about it as as like uh, you just bought yourself six more Fortnite skins or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But what would I actually... <laughs> I, guess that's, I guess that's how much they cost. I don't know. I wouldn't know. They, they vary in cost. They cost more than they should. They cost more than they should, for sure. 
They know. They know they got gold. <laughs> they know they got fucking stellar artists who are going to make your dreams come true. I posted this video of me and Will. I'm Boba Fett. He's Batman doing the uh, Saiyan fusion dance from Dragon Ball because that's a special emote that you can do with your buddy that like syncs up. I posted it on Twitter and I said, as a buddy of mine says, this is a good use of the license. Something my buddy Steele says all the time about Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. And and to me, it was a layered joke because it's more than one license. And then Steele responds, how do you upload your dreams to Twitter? And that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like, he nailed it. He nailed it. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Batman and Boba Fett hanging out doing anime shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Watch out now. Got to admit. Um... So, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling this Gamescom stuff, seeing if something... I feel like... Okay, so Dead Island 2, I don't know that I'm interested. I don't even know. It doesn't uh, move no, the needle. That's, that's another one that I'm going to wait on mm-hmm. and see mm-hmm. reviews. Because that kind of popped up out of nowhere. I wish I could find it. So, the, I did see something that was revealed. And this is going to help a whole lot because you'll hear how much information I have. Um, it is an open-world RPG... That's being made by some Bethesda and uh, Obsidian veterans. That this is Dead I- this is Dead Island Two. No, this is another game that they announced. Oh, okay. And, uh, and unveiled. Uh, and one of the sort of taglines is they said it's going to make you question reality. And then, like the screenshots look kind of cool and stuff. It, uh, clearly, it made uh, an impression because I can't even remember its name. Um, we'll see was it the one that's like Life of P no that's the Pinocchio Souls game how fucking weird how fucking <laughs> weird dude alright like, brother they are reaching the end they just need to let From do that fucking genre cause all the other people are reaching the, they were like oh shit fucking uh, what can we do as a Souls game Star Wars Souls yeah. oh it worked God. really well they- uh, <laughs> P- Pinocchio <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio, bruh let me win one of those stupid fucking um uh lotteries that's like oh my god it's the biggest lottery in history i will i will pay from whatever it takes to uh to develop james spader souls where you play <laughs> as james spader and 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 you you're you only get one uh spirit summoning ash it's basically just a fancy Elden Ring skin. Well, you know, it'll be a quick turnover. That's some more business talk for you guys. Um, <laughs> I'd but, love to see the, uh, From's take on Hollywood, though. Right. It'd be interesting. And and the one spirit ash that you can use to summon to help you, Vladi Divac. <laughs> My boy Vladi Divac. That's the game I would develop. And, and I'd be up on stage showing it off on E3 at E3 Tumbelt. Yeah, man, I uh, I really did this. I really thought this was a good idea. I got fuck you money, so fuck you guys. I'm going to go play my James Spader game, developed by Miyazaki. I don't even <laughs> think... The thing is, is, he's probably one of those dudes with too much integrity. Like, I could offer him literally life-changing money, and he'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I got this idea about uh, a swamp that lets you bleed out your butthole, and you're a knight and shit. And- <laughs> And I'd have to respect it. You know, I have to be like, hey, man, every artist has. Here it is. 
word song. I went on that bit solely to fucking kill time until I found this game. Word song. Great vamp. Good job. W Y R D song. Um, you guys. Another long night. Oh my lord. That might be pronounced weird song. Just I'm not sure. Uh, it probably but is. I feel like it you mean be. how I kept calling those places in Elden Ring goals and gales? <laughs> and then one night, like Steve never said anything, sweet ass Steve. But then one night, Nick had some Miller lights in his belly and he was like, um, I'm pretty sure it's jail. And I was like, oh, is it? And then Steve had to be like, yeah, so <laughs> we've been hearing you say this wrong the whole time. Um, <laughs> humming, humming, humming. Man, it's okay. Yeah. Sometimes uh, your friend's mispronunciation of words is endearing and uh, it's not bothersome to me. Well, you just let me. You just uh, you put you put a gun to my head and say you can hang out with Vladi Divok or I'll shoot you in the head if you can't pronounce the name of that Star Wars show that's coming out in a couple of years, right? Right, the one that starts with an A and ends with light. <laughs> I know, <laughs> acolyte. I think it is. Like it, there's, it. There's a good chance I'm I'm dead on the floor, bullet to the brain. If if you give me like you can either have this or I get to kill you. You got to pronounce uh, uh, this word right, dead. And Cindy and I have been, uh, we've been watching um, Parks and Rec. And there's a part where um, one of the guys, he, he, they kind of start a business and it's just so stupid. Like it's, it's all just, they're spending money in the stupidest ways. And they just have two pro basketball players who just hang out there and like play one-on-one while they're working. Hey, And it got like, that sounds like something you would do. Like you just have Vladi doing like jump like baby hooks in the paint like <laughs> all day <laughs> right next to you right so listen i've brought similar things up like on blue harvest many times i've said like listen we've got a decent listenership somebody knows silas carson the guy who plays kiati mundi get him in touch like we love this dude we want him to be on the show i have to put this out into the ether Somebody listening has to know somebody, somebody, somebody that knows somebody, right? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon, who knows Vladi Divok. If you know someone that knows Vladi Divok, please tell him your old pal Halls wants him to come on and do a NBA Jam episode with me and Steve. Like, please, I don't Shoot, know. I- <laughs> we could do whatever video game he wants to talk about. Bro, really. if he wants to get on here, <laughs> maybe he's a big, maybe he's a big Resident Evil guy. We well, well what if he gets on here and he wants to talk about like hentai fucking uh, visual <laughs> novels on Steam? I'm down. Tell me which ones to download. I'll fucking show up to the podcast, dick all raw and depleted and shit, to talk with <laughs> whatever Vladi wants to talk about. Right? Just somebody get that message out to him, please, please. I have one ultimate guest for Blue Harvest. That's Silas Carson. I have one ultimate guest for uh, fucking High Potion, and that's Vladi Divok. Please make this happen. Please, please. Somebody has to know. Maybe don't let him hear this part, but just tell him, like, hey, they really like you. There's a guy on there. He said you're his favorite basketball player of all time. You got to come on this podcast. What else is he doing, man? He's got time. We just need an hour. We got one more email, and this is from Jonathan. Hey, Halls, it's Steve. 
I was reading one of the more recent Game Informer magazines and saw an article talking about wrestling games always be being stuck in the sports-slash-simulation genre. But wrestling is so much more than what happens in the ring. And of course, the 2K series of games has story and career modes that simulate the drama and all of the storylines. But it's usually pretty straightforward with little branching paths. So the article talked about how the wrestling game could cross over into different genres like RPGs, Telltale style games, etc. So my question for you is to describe your ideal genre you'd like to see a wrestling game tackle. What the story, general storyline is and how you could handle the in-ring action. Like if an RPG, like if an RPG, what are the battles, dungeons like, etc., etc. <clears throat> Hope you enjoy this question and can't, can't, I said can't. And my Alabama came out a little bit there. I can't wait to hear what you think of it on the pod. <laughs> Stay elevated, my friends. Jonathan, a.k.a. Just a Disney Geek. Um, nice. Thanks. That's a great question. I really like that question. Um, I mean, the obvious answer to me is RPG. Yeah. Because and there was a, you know, um, the, I wish I could remember the name of it. But I feel like sometime earlier this year, there was sort of an indie title um wrestling rpg that was announced you keep going i'm gonna look this up while you talk hmm, yes but i just feel like um with the stories that you you want to be able to create that seems to make the most sense mm-hmm. now <clears throat> a lot of people kind of get into these things as almost like you're running the federation almost like mm-hmm. fantasy booking your 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 ideal pay-per-view that kind of thing right and you can you can already do that pretty well, but like in terms of just you know making a wrestler and going through the story of their career from the beginning to the end, I think there's there's probably a compelling way to do that that we haven't seen yet. I think the RPG systems might be the best way to do it, even pot- possibly like something like <clears throat> um like Mass Effecty or oh. um, Bethesda kind oh. of you know. Di- dialogue choice mm-hmm. choices and stuff of that nature that that could lead to different opponents and different storylines um and and it could almost be like generated at this point i don't even think you would have to to write like well you probably have to write just a ton of different storylines and throw them all in there but so the, the only question is is how you would do the action in that case right it's almost like you'd have to combine two games yeah, and like a turn, like I can see a turn. It would have to be almost like a rock paper scissors turn based system to where like you know, um, like in a it, so like in your t- traditional JRPG where you would have um, elemental weaknesses and buffs and shit. Like you would have enemies or, or characters that you're fighting, wrestling, wrestling. Um, that would have weakness to maybe a certain type of move. And you have to sort of figure out what that weakness is by trying different move sets and shit on them. Um, I could, I could see that being cool. So the game I was specifically talking about is a real thing. It's called wrestle quest. And the headline is mm-hmm. this wrestling RPG is basically earthbound with Randy Savage. Oh, nice. So, uh, somebody's trying to pull that off. How successful they'll be, I guess, remains to be seen. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm a big RPG guy, so RPG is hard for me to go uh, against, right? Like, to, to try to come up with something else. Like, I do think, by the way, 
that there is a way you do a wrestling game, maybe even sort of stylistically and tonally like Brutal Legend, right? That okay. that uh, game with Jack Black. Um, Double that, Fine. Double yeah. Fine, yep. Thank you. Um, that Tim t- that Tim Schaefer joint. Um, <laughs> Tim Schaefer where joint. I, I'm yep. not saying it, it would have to be like that sort of beat-em-up, semi-God of War slash weird RTS hybrid of a game, but meaning where you take an irreverent yet reverent approach to it at the same time to the way that brutal legend sent up hair metal and eighties metal, right? Where you're poking fun, but it's loving fun, right? Like where it's, we're all hanging out as fans of this, that it's, we, we can recognize the ridiculousness of it. So you could do like an open world game where you create your own wrestler. I don't know. Maybe you create Vladi Divok and uh, you, you got to build your character up, but you also have to manage other things like the the wrestling of side of it would be uh essentially sort of the main quest of this open world game but there would be other side stuff you could do you know like since you're an up-and-comer you have to have a second job so maybe i don't know you got to go work the fucking fry basket at wendy's i don't know <laughs> that is a mini game maybe you're a cat <laughs> mini game. maybe you're a cat <laughs> <laughs> and mark hamill's in it and you play vladi divak as a cat and Mark Hamill is your cat buddy, who you also play sometimes. And it's in Japan. It's in Japan. <laughs> they have a great pro wrestling scene over there. Yeah. Um, I, I think, look, that that pitch for a game is something I would play. Would it sell millions of copies? Probably not. Or you know would what else you cat, do? The cat, Mark Hamill, Vlade D. No, no, no. I mean, before, pitch? I mean, just the general pitch oh, okay. of an open world game where, <laughs> like, you know, you create a wrestler. It's like an over the top send up to wrestling um, that's poking loving fun at the, the concept and it's way over the top. And I, I, you know what I think you do? I think you don't give old Mr. Hush Money McMahon any dollars, even though he's gone. I don't think you give any of the family any dollars. I think you just hire wrestlers to voice. New characters, like you, it's yeah. not cameo heavy. Meaning that, like, you're not hanging out with fucking Hulk Hogan, who's talking, who's dropping the N word and talking about how much sushi he had for lunch, <laughs> right? No, you're you're hanging out with someone voiced by uh, Vladi Divac, um, uh, the Undertaker, or yeah, whatever. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Lita, Whew. That's what I mean. It, but it's not Lita, right? She's playing a different character. Yeah. Like how Ozzy was in Bl- Brutal Legend, but he wasn't Ozzy in Brutal Legend. Right, right. I totally see what you mean. Yeah. That would be like just the fresh, like just here's a take on wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, it has nothing to do with the current product or mm-hmm. whatnot. Because yeah. like I haven't played a wrestling game in years. It's been a long time since I've played one of the... So it's been a 2K games. I want to say the last one I played was like 17, maybe one was on sale on steam and I bought it and like, I got into it for a little while, but they're like 2K games and it sucks because I always used to say like, Oh, I'm never going to be that dude. Like when my dad would talk about how video games were too complicated for him and he couldn't understand (laughs) all the buttons. I'm like, bro, just give it a shot. You'll get it. It's not a big deal. I feel that way though with 2K games in general, be it basketball, be it wrestling. Like I'm not great at them. There's something about yeah, that that engine or whatever. Like 
there's learning curves big for time. sure but the basket the basketball big oh time the basketball is 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 difficult but i i think like if you're able to to get it to where it's second nature it's probably like one of the better games out there for for oh, that oh yeah i'm sure like my buddy keith loves those games he's really good at them right like and so i'm sure there is a lot of joy i just can't get over the learning curve like so when the playstation 5 first came out i always get suckered into a fucking sports game uh at launch because there's not a lot to choose from and i was like you know what it's been a few years since i gave nba the the nba 2k series a try i'm gonna get that one and steve gets it we're playing it on PlayStation, and I'm playing as Vladi Divac. Like, the first night we play, I'm playing as some legacy version of the fucking Sacramento Kings. And, buddy, I am draining buckets on Steve's ass, right? Like, just jamming on him. And, all, and, and like, Vladi's energy meter is gone because he's the only person I use. I'm picking and rolling or whatever the fuck you do in basketball. I don't know the terms. I just think it's fucking cool. That only lasted once. The next three games that Steve and I had, a massacre. Vladi couldn't find he couldn't find his way out of the pocket. He wasn't draining threes anymore. What the fuck is going on? I just can't. And and all it took and and Steve and I were playing separately, practicing by ourselves. I would say probably an equal amount of time. I just can't wrap around wrap my head around the like higher level mechanics of those games uh, in a way that makes me viable as a player right yeah it's just one of those things that you almost have to get like obsessive about i've been playing fifa again recently with my buddy brad down here Mm -hmm. that's another one i've never been able to wrap my head around i i don't know much about basketball i really don't know anything about fucking (laughs) soccer I love soccer and it and it really works so well in a video game. To me it's it's the most fun video game sport there is, I think, cuz play never really stops and there's just so many creative ways you can score goals and good tackles are always fun. Playing with your friend and mm-hmm. doing cool passes, getting each other open, scoring goals. We always yeah. high-five. It's it's a great time, but um there's a learning curve to that one too. Although I feel like it's a little easier to start in FIFA where you can say, Oh, I'm running with the ball and this button passes and this button shoots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other, then you just start kind of learning the intricacies and subtleties of the controls. Whereas like the basketball game, whew, you really should do some studying before like, you even try to play a five gotta, on five. You got to be that guy from that Street Fighter Three Evo clip that blocked all those, that parried all those super moves. <laughs> I go, <hits>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to be that kind of player to fucking be good at it. And so, like, I, I've got this buddy of mine that I work with now at my new job, dude named Cameron. Real cool. We we talk about games all the time, and you know, we were talking. He's like, "Oh, you got to let me know. We'll play Fortnite or Halo." And he goes, "Or Madden." And I was like, "Oh man." shit you're gonna i i don't know about playing madden you're gonna stomp my ass and he was like no man i'll just i'll show you how to play and then you'll stomp people i was like i appreciate the confidence my dude but i don't know if i'm gonna be able to pull that off because tell cameron tell cameron i'll play him and uh we can put it on twitch and you can watch it well you know what i'll do is i'll get i'll be in the the xbox party i'll watch and i'll be you guys as john madden i'll commentate there you go there you go yeah i got the build of a john madden you know what i mean the fucking (laughs) turkey neck and diabetes 
<laughs> he's on the cover of it this year too well because uh, like, this poor dude died they better put his ass back on there been dragging his name through the mud for half a decade now two decades maybe it's like poor tom clancy ubisoft is fucking doing the fucking super dab Fortnite dance on tom clancy's games should they put his name on oh what about a, 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 a game where soldiers fight werewolves tom clancy <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, man. Before we go, I know I need to. I I need to mention the fact that um, Redfall and um, Starfield were both taken off the Gamescom lineup, and there are rumors flying around about that. But nothing else other than just rumors. What at this are the point. rumors that they? Why? why <laughs> I don't think there needs to. be I don't any know. Rumors. Like. like... I, I hope I hope the I hope it's much ado about nothing. But uh, it's I'm these... thinking it's just Xbox wanting to save like the hype for that for themselves, and probably not, you know, not show who not knows? show too much at these other things. But who knows? Yeah, they just showed us a big chunk of both of those yet. games, like a couple months. That's the thing that is a little annoying about, and and this just isn't with video game fans. It definitely happens with Star Wars fans, but like. You know, first to use Star Wars as an example, like a really kick-ass trailer will come out, and then like a week later, people will be like, "When do you think we're going to get the next trailer?" And I get it. <laughs> I love it. I love Star Wars trailer day. I love video game announcement and trailer day. But like, you don't have to see. You don't have to get like bi-monthly updates on the progress or something. Like, let them hold some stuff back and roll it out how they want to. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for recording. I just hope that everything week, is. Uh... Oh, of course, man. <laughs> Shit, it was a good. T- <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> that was my ass getting getting gassed and putting a skirt on the episode. <sighs> yeah, man. No, I appreciate you having me on. Sorry, my dog just uh, shoved her freaking nose right into my asshole, <laughs> Woo! trying to get me to pay attention to her. So uh, that was uh, she goosed me there. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, it was fun. Thanks for everybody who sent in emails. Yeah, you guys should send in some more emails. Highpotionpodcast at gmail.com. That's wrong. I just gave the wrong address. <laughs> Highpotionpod at gmail.com. You can also follow the you know, podcast on Twitter at Highpotionpod. Highpotionpodcast at gmail.com probably has so many emails that people have like, sent. They're like, hey, hey, Stephen, hey, Stephen Halls, I got a Yakuza game and my mom sold me playing it and now I'm grounded. <laughs> and they're like, what? Is this code? Are they, are they being held hostage by the Yakuza? What's going on? Do I need to get Interpol involved? You can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at High Post and Pod. <laughs> oh man! You can follow us at on Twitter at High Post and Pod. Uh, follow Steve at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Please leave us some reviews. Every twenty, we give away something. You want some V bucks? Give you some V bucks, bro. I understand the need for V bucks. V bucks. I'll give you some V bucks. Whatever you want. Come on, help us out. Uh, we'll see you guys next. Oh, I think the next episode is going to be fun too. Steve and I, Steve and I actually have a plan for the next one instead of just sitting here fucking twiddling our thumbs and talking about Vladdy Divac for an hour and ten minutes. <laughs>
All right, man. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>